You've just been poured into the mixing bowl, your one-stop shop for all things bakery and then some. With you, your host, the Commish, and as always, joined by your trash-talking historian, Patty Power Rankings. Yo, 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 welcome back to the Mixing Bowl Week 7 recap with me, as always, Patty. Patty, what's happening? What's up? What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Um, you know, just excited, excited to be here and excited to talk some fantasy football. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Happy to have you. Um, let's bump through this week. Let's, uh, it was kind of a, a shitty week for some of us. Um, so we're, uh, we're ready to move through and move forward. Um, quick NFL recap. Uh, I saw somewhere that the best team in the NFC East is a game and a half behind the worst team in the NFC West. That division is a pitfall of humanity. It is so, so sad. Um, Falcons do it again. They find a new way to lose. Gurley accidentally falls backwards in the end zone, scores a touchdown, giving Lions enough time. Again, I don't know. The Falcons are cursed. I've got a problem. We've talked about this before. Vikings, Minnesota sports sucks, but man, the Falcons, ever since that Super Bowl, oof, duh. <clears throat> and Georgia, too. Football in Georgia. That's true. Georgia football yeah, team in Georgia. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Braves. I mean, Braves have got a couple World Series under their belt, but it's been a long time for those guys. It's they lost. Didn't they? Have, they had a hockey team too. I don't. They're gone, aren't they? Yeah, they're up in uh, Winnipeg, and we fucking hate them now. So. Oh, that's right. yeah, yeah. It's oof, time bad, bad, bad. Um, let's see. The Bills barely got by the Jets this week. That was surprising. The Jets are. Not not good, obviously. Um, and Josh Allen cooling down against those guys was uh, pretty surprising. Um, and then Cardinal Seahawks game of the year. You and I were texting. Tori and I were texting. I was hitting up some other people. That game was balls to the wall. Incredible. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll wait for the Vikings to be back next week. Until then, um, we've got a new trade to report you want to take this one this is your trade yeah so uh, i got a good quick storytelling on this one so i was um today so if you guys know i know philly knows this and i think uh, ob knows this i've turned into quite the avid bowler um bowling has become actually my new pastime since i moved to oregon um and uh today and actually sunday was the first day the bowling alley that we go to me and a couple co-workers actually opened uh, for business, the state allowed it to open, which was huge. Um, they were pretty getting pretty, they were close for six months and close to closing for good. So I was able to take a lunchtime break today, go bowling, go bowl a couple games. We're not going to talk about how I bowled because it was pathetic. <laughs> Five months of rust is not good on a technical sport like that. Um, but all of a sudden I get a hit uh, message from OB. So it, it was pretty, pretty straightforward. OB is like, I want scary Terry and <laughs> want to give one of my running backs and, kind of gave him an offer for a bigger trade he countered with a one-for-one ceh for terry mclaurin and um after i missed my 10 spare pin i was pretty fucking pissed i had to walk away look at the trade and it was good enough for me so we made the trade and um i got clyde edwards elair and he got scary terry best wishes and mclaurin i have him on another fancy team so i'm okay but um i really like what edwards elair brings to the table from a ppr standpoint he might not score touchdowns 
which um, I'm okay with, but his his receiving upside um, speaks for itself in a top offense. So pretty happy how the trade went. Um, glad OB is happy. Glad I'm happy. And I'm glad um, the rest of the league is questioning what OB was doing, considering he found out he could have got Russell Wilson for CEH straight up. So. <laughs> but back then, the, uh, the hope for CEH was a little higher. He's still got a hell of a good floor. So um, I don't know. This is another one of the trades this year that, seems to work out perfect for both time or both teams yeah you, uh, it, time so that's, that's funny you bring that up because there's always that immediate reaction who won and who lost and I think even with Jens is trading in mind like there can be trades that helps both teams so I think where it crosses the line and is something like last year when everyone thought I was tanking and gave bro and Tyreek for Cortland Sutton but I still think when everyone's in it this year especially with the way the records are and points are scored I think there are, there are trades to be made um, that benefits both teams, and I think this was one. I think so, too. Yeah, and speaking of trades, I was I took a peek at it today, um, and because of that exact reason, your Tyreek for Sutton trade last year, uh, the trade deadline is Wednesday, December 2nd. So it, I thought I bumped it up a week or two earlier this year. Apparently, I did not save those settings, um, but it is after week 12. So, I mean, this is going to go right into the playoffs. So, um just so everyone's aware, I know some people don't trade, but for those that are itching to make a move, you got plenty of time. Just don't make something crazy and questionable at the end of the season. So we have a, a little recap or a relapse blow up. Um, and then speaking. Uh, can you hear me? Sorry, I just got a call. Coming yeah, in. yeah. Yep, nope. you're good. All right. Speaking of bowling, uh, I'm super sorry about your 10 pin. Uh, Jen's got plenty of. Um, so we'll get, yeah, let's talk we'll, about, we'll, we'll talk a little bowling. Um, I think yeah. more than anybody, it'd be you, me and him appreciating it the most. So, uh, yeah. let's bump to, uh, some, we, uh, bakery bakery. Oh my God. Bakery recap. Uh, Jen's lost to bro. Speaking of Jen's Aaron Rodgers was the only player in this matchup for both teams to eclipse 20 points. It was just a feather fight. It was, um, there's, there's nothing else to say about it. Um, just when everyone started sleeping on Tori, Tori came out and throttles Pete. Um, Pete, me, and Steve were all in a fairly decent position going in to this week with decent projections and standings to make a statement and kind of separate the league. All three of us failed to do so and have completely opened up the league for everybody. Um, Tori has played the free agent pool probably better than anybody this year. I mean, he He's flipped Robinson and Henderson. He got Bernard from you. Um, I don't know. Tori's on fire with that. Uh, and then Tyler Lockett scored a lot of points, and that's about all I'm going to say on Pete's team because I've got some wings to eat on Saturday. Um, mix on uh, Noonan limping up the handicap ramp and ran him over with his wheelchair this week. Uh, speaking of Robinson, he is absolutely on fire. I think he's a top three running back this season. Yeah, it's uh, great. Waiver wire pickup at the start of the year. It's just amazing. Um, so with Robinson, if you can stay hot, <laughs> you're good. Uh, and then CMC's he's <clears> back <throat> on the horizon. Oh, bless you. Um, he's on the <laughs> <laughs> And then Eckler is uh, – I don't know. If Mix can figure out some points here quick enough, it's the gate's still open for everybody in this league, which is – Yeah, I'll get to that in the power rankings in a second, but it, everyone's still in it, and it's still week eight. So we got five weeks. It's going to be a five-week sprint for a lot of these yeah, teams. It is a, a little bit. 
terrifying from where I was comfortably sitting about a week and a half ago uh, to seeing everybody start catching up to uh, me and Pete and Steve. It's a little terrifying. Um, Godwin, DJ Moore, carrying Noonan's team. Godwin had a weird two-day late uh, fractured finger, so I'm super curious. Poor bastard. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Gorman took down Taco this week. Uh, Kyler Murray is a human juke stick. That dude is... He's I mean, fun to watch. A, he's so fun to watch. He's, it's a professional sport. And this dude is sprinting around people like they're cement blocks. Um, he's so fun to watch. Uh, I, got a, Justin, I, got a, oh, yeah. I got a quick theory through you. Um, but maybe in, in the spirit of time, I'll, I can bring it up in the power rankings. But it combines both football and baseball. And Kyler's kind of in that. But we'll get to it in a little bit. You got it. Um, Herbert is, uh, I don't know, he's kind of making the case that Whoever punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung at the beginning of the season might have done it on purpose. Um, <laughs> this guy's – I don't know how he was sitting on the Maybe. bench going into the season. He's hes lighting it up as a rookie. I mean, he's some of the stats are already better than Burroughs, and Burroughs got two or three games on him. So, um, let's see. You versus me, that – I don't know. No Aaron Jones and Devonta Adams made sure that the Packers didn't miss him. Yeah, I, I texted you this. You know what the shitty thing is? Yeah, I want to put up a lot of points, but – I don't know if you guys watched the Monday Night Football game, but that uh, stupid ass um, Chicago <laughs> cost me an extra twenty dollars for the fumble recovery and a touchdown. Um, so it was kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm mean, <laughs> twenty dollars, but uh, fucking uh, who was it? Was it uh, Tom that got one? What one point seven more points than me? <laughs> That was a nine yep. point play. That was bullshit. Yep, that sucks. Another reasons why defenses has to have to go. It is. I mean, that was a bet. Yeah, obviously you made. But yeah, that sucked. Uh, but also good for Tom. So um, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of stuff for this matchup for us. We we had some big pointers. We had uh, a sad little injury. Two injuries on my team. But you know, injuries happen. I was fortunate enough to make it to week seven before I had anything massive. Um, other than that, if you've got any other shit talking for us between you and I. Um, if not, it's time for some sweet, sweet power rankings by Patty. Yes. Before we get into the power rankings, today's um, podcast is brought to you by Tim Barrel Brewing Company. Um, it is one of the best uh, local microbrews in the Portland area. Some of you guys may have heard it. Tim Barrel Brewing Company has a fantastic pizza, has a fantastic outdoor patio, which unfortunately I, I was not able to use. Um, this summer, but they actually pride themselves on a lot of sours and a lot of IPAs. I drink probably, there's about five sours that I drink from them that I rotate through, and they're absolutely phenomenal from cherry cinnamon sour to a raspberry sour to a cucumber sour. Um, they're, they're fucking amazing. So 10 Barrel uh, Brewing Company, thank you very much for, uh, for, um, advertising for us for the, our po weekly power ranking. So we'll get into it. I've, I've got three tiers for you, Philly, this week. There's three tiers in my eyes, so this is where it's going to get interesting. There is the Apple Valley tier, which is ranked 10 through 7. Um, so number 10 is, um, I don't know what it was in the water or what um, Mr. Hayes or what some of the great teachers at Apple High School did to us, but it definitely poisoned us about 11 years later knowing that our fantasy teams are not that great. So number 10, I have OB. Um, I... Like, I don't want to bash the trade that I just made with him, but it, it reeks of desperation, even though he just scored 152 points. And these four teams, I mean, outside of Phil, you know, who everyone else went to Apple Valley, but uh, it 
it almost seems like it's a five week sprint and to get rid of a top tier running back like that. Yes. McLaurin is, is wide receiver one, wide receiver two. It just seems that like with the trade deadline not happening for a while, it almost wreaks a little bit of desperation, but um, I have OB at number 10. Um, I think the only reason what separates him and mix, I think mix having coming back and winning is huge. And now the news of McCaffrey, I would slightly upgrade mix over OB. So I've mix nine OB 10. Um, I it for and I said this in the group chat earlier today. I really hope McCaffrey does not play this week um, because I want him to be healthy for the rest of the season, and hopefully they're not rushing him back. If he's 100 percent healthy and he can play, so be it. But uh, for Mick's sake, uh, for Kenny K's sake, um, I hope he's out for one more week. Um, obviously, that would end up helping out Jens, who is my number eight team, uh, Mr. Jens. Um, he, I mean, speaking of injuries, Michael Thomas has really fucking hurt him. <laughs> like, it really sucks. Like, it was only supposed to be a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden he punched a teammate, then all of a sudden he had a hamstring, and now he's not even, like, 100% healthy potentially for this week. So now you're looking at the, he's missed from, what, seven fantasy, six fantasy weeks if he doesn't play this week, which is half the season, and you only got, what, one catch in the first week. So it, it, it's tough when that you're, that's your first overall pick. But thankfully, he's still stealing. But Jens' team is still in it um, in the grand scheme of things. Like I said, it's a sprint. And uh, obviously, having Kelsey helps out with that. Plus, Jens, this is not a foreshadowing. He lives in Championship City right now. So if you, you know, he hasn't won a title, but if the Lightning can do it, the Rays are getting close and the Bucks are a contender, why can't Jens? So, uh, <laughs> but let me interrupt you there. Jens is moving back. I know. That doesn't matter. That's okay. Tampa right. Bay didn't win started- the Stanley Cup in Tampa Bay this year. <laughs> all right all right all right so um i know jens is coming back but uh just he started the season in tampa bay so that, that's all that matters that's all that matters to me um I'll, I'll briefly go through my team i have his number seven it's been great to see the wins about half my league fees back this year but still a long way to go and if you kind of compare apples to apples with the remaining six teams um i don't think my roster stacks up there's just a little bit of inconsistency Obviously, Devontae Adams is not going to score 44 points each week. Um, and I feel like I'll need that if I want to contend and stay in the playoff race. All right, the next tier is con- congrats. Uh, you're in the playoffs and you're probably playing for the first round, um, which this may surprise people, but I have uh, bro number six. Um, I, I, he's just reliant on the Chiefs and it just seems like Mahomes isn't like producing the level that he can or has in previous years. And that's kind of dragged this team down. I mean, if you kind of look at it, they've kind of had some like the, the game in Buffalo, super shitty and rainy on that Tuesday or that Monday, and then the snow game uh, last week. So that's really kind of hindered his output. And if you look at it, even though he's still number three ranked in in fantasy QB, you you'd think he'd be scoring a lot higher. It's just he hasn't turned the ball over. And then Aaron Jones's injury came out of nowhere, so uh, he'll be fine. DK and Tyreek is a lethal wide receiver combo, but. Have, have a little bit of issues with this depth, so that's why I have number six. And I know he shits talks his team, and there might be at like an a, a eighth of a chub right now, but I still really like Noonan's team. So I have him at number five. I think he has, just has a lot of depth. He's just kind of been cursed by injuries. The Godwin and Chubb injuries have hurt a lot. Um, but I still think this is a playoff team. <laughs> I, I really like his team. I don't know why, and maybe – I'm just a bad owner. It just seems like this team is <laughs> and like is ready to make a run. I know he had the one amazing week after he shit talking, but like this team can go on a run and can go far with Stefan Diggs, 
um, with James Conner. I really like them. Nick Chubb should be back in a couple weeks. DJ Tark, Godwin, Cooks. I mean, the, 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 the pieces are there. So he's number five. Number four in the last team in this tier I have is Tom. It seems like we all sh- like we're making fun of him uh, since uh, since Barkley went down, but somehow he's battled through. I think the Robbie Anderson and Kareem Hunt trade has really really helped. And then you layer on top having Kyler Murray, who's to your point a human joystick and scoring thirty to thirty five p- points a week. Um, that definitely helps out your overall output. I mean, Kyler's single handedly helping teams score over one hundred twenty to one hundred fifty per week. So I like Tom. He's me the last tier they have not changed all year it's battling for a buy tier um i have taco at number three i have philly i have you at number two and then pete i have number one so i I won't go too much into detail it's like splitting hairs again i think taco's slipping a little bit i do think um i do think just the mike davis thing is going to come to an end here shortly then the whole Le'Veon bell i mean obviously now i have Clyde Edwards, Elair. I just don't see how Le'Veon Bell, unless it's goal line carries, is going to be fantasy relevant. Um, so just that's what separates Taco between you and you and Pete's team. And like I said, flip a coin each week. I just put Phil at you at number two since I beat you this week. So okay. um, number game. one is Pete. That's that was, it. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, let's grab a break here real quick. Go grab a Gen Z, and we'll be right back. Awesome. And welcome back. It's me. It's Phil. I got Patty with me. Uh, Um, Guest number seven, Gen Z. Gen Z, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Just living the dream down here in uh, sunny, albeit dark, Tampa, Florida. Can't wait to get back to Minnesota next week. Yeah, dude. You missed a hell of a down here. You missed a hell of a sunset here tonight. It was a. it, I think it almost hit 40 degrees here today, so it's super, Ooh. super nice. Very sunny, very cold. Um, nice. Yeah, so, okay, perfect. you kind of leading me right in. Um, so if you've listened before, you know that each week we start with a little soft toss to get the guest warmed up. Um, so you are knocking on the door of leaving Florida. You come back home to God's country. Is there one thing you're looking forward to, like eating going to see something, going to do something back in Minnesota you're, like, super excited for? And on the flip side, is there one thing other than golf and winter weather that you're going to miss about Florida and your wife for the first year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that last one kind of nails the uh, the head on the coffin. But, uh, no, I'm, I've been thinking about this day, dreaming about this day since we moved down here. <laughs> I, I miss my <laughs> – I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've lived it up, right? Uh, had a really good time, but um, I knew that ultimately we were always going to get back to Minnesota, and I just can't wait to to be back with my buddies. Hopefully, uh, COVID allows us to be able to hang out at least occasionally, and I hang out with like a bunch of 55-plus-year-olds right now at the wine bar that Amanda works at, <laughs> and that's literally my life. And uh, so, yeah, I think hanging out with people and, and seeing my buddies again, on a consistent basis, not just uh, on a chaotic trip that I'm in town for three or four days. That, and then, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And then dude. And and the second thing is I'm really excited to have like a break from golf. Uh, Hmm. Mix 
I, I think you might disagree with me, but until you live this life, you probably can't appreciate it. But in Florida, you, you, the expectation is that you golf damn near every day and there's nothing exciting about it. And, uh, so I'm really excited to have a break from golf and have those, like those early season jitters in March and April that I just can't wait to get back on the golf course. Uh, you don't experience that down here because it's always go, go, go. Everybody's golfing on the weekends. And, uh, I think those are the two things that I'm most looking forward to, to be honest. Hell yeah. I love that. Um, speaking of giving up, like you can trade in your winter golf and when you're up here, you can, uh, can trade it in for some winter bowling. Patty and I mentioned bowling a little earlier. Patty uh, missed a a 10-pin spare earlier, and that kind of made me think of our high school bowling practice where, do you remember, Jens, we would play, I don't know if there was even a name for this game, but it was either you hit the one in the 10-pin, and everything else, yeah, simple as that. All right, yeah, low pin. Everything else was a strike. Low score, one like a Snickers bar from uh, Novak. (laughs) Yep. God, it was Snickers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, juniors in high school, seniors in high school. I was like, I don't know anything for a free candy bar. Five cents. Dude, it was king size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was king size from Bogarts. Would go in there and hand out some Snickers. God, it was the best. Um, yeah, dude. I don't. I'm. I'm super glad Patty brought up bowling. Yeah. So, so the day I found out that I was um, going to be able to open up an office in Minneapolis instead of having to start down here in Tampa is the day I reached back out to Brent Marshall, who I've bowled with for a couple of years now when I was up in Minneapolis. And I reached out saying, Brent, I'm going to be back. Is there room for me? And he said, oh, shit, we can't wait to have you back. And I get <laughs> I get an update every single week because they're, they're going hard right now, albeit a little bit interesting of a situation. But uh, they're doing the best to get the, the league going. And uh, they're excited to have me. And I'm excited to be back and uh, competing and something i haven't been able to i bowled once one time since i've been down here in tampa in almost five years oh wow Oof. yeah you're gonna have to go through somebody else's season oh, wow. to get good before yeah. you uh, join <laughs> up any of my teams <laughs> I, I just gotta I, patty you know this i just gotta establish a really low handicap and then we'll be good to go yeah that was my <laughs> advantage last year in league was my <laughs> handicap was like i established it at like 140 144 and then each week, I like was hitting 175, 180, and I was winning all of my matchups every week. I think oh, like, yeah. top five in the league of this men's league in points won, and was looking at a decent prize, <laughs> a prize pool. <laughs> but you know, COVID shut everything down, so that sucked. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, I, I we had a good. one of the leagues I was in a, two years ago. I think it was. We had a we had a couple guys that had uh, 700 and 800 series throughout the yeah. season. Um, and I own the second highest score in the season, like scratch game. No, oh, wow. no, no pins, nothing. I was like, it was, or, uh, it was like the greatest accomplishment of my life. Um, I, I'll never Dude, get it's it. exciting to get that like award presence or whatever yeah. at the end of the season. Like, oh, congratulations to Philip Christensen for the second highest. Uh, yeah, it, gross game. It's amazing. And like, speaking of golf, you guys play golf. Everyone here that listens plays golf, and it's like having a couple good holes. It's like super nice and it like it, it gets in my head. But with bowling, you get like a half an hour to put together ten perfect frames. And like you get down to the seventh, eighth, ninth frame. I was shaking in my boots when I I took a perfect game into the tenth. And it, it's just it's a different feeling for me. I but I also well, suck at well, golf. And and everybody like starts watching yeah. you, and everybody it's shuts quiet. up. So like the ap- the atmosphere completely no, changes. No too. people yeah. are watching. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. It's... I got I got a question for you. Would you rather have a perfect game going into a 10th frame 
or would you rather have a clean game where you picked up um, didn't have an open frame? Mentally, I'd rather have a clean game. Um, for my score sheet, I'd rather have the perfect. But I like, like I said, I, I can't handle it. I, the one time I was able to do take a perfect game in. Would you rather have an open frame in the tenth frame or the ninth frame? Ninth, Oof. then it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, in the that, tenth frame if I open it. That one, that one's like slit your wrist early or slit your wrist later. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. the worst thing for me, for my game, and we should probably get into other things, is leaving the 10-pin because I had the storm, <laughs> storm ice. So it's just, it's, a, it's just a plastic ball, and it's really tough for me to throw it fast to get to the 10-pin. So there is by far nothing worse than the ninth frame with just getting a nine and then leaving the 10-pin because there's so much <laughs> pressure on picking up that shot. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a, a tough to – a tough pin to pick up. Too. Yeah, that is, a t- that is super tough. It's an all. Um, all, right. all right. Yeah, let's let's do football. Um, somebody here is gonna give us a shit text in about two hours when they're listening to this. Well, those guys play broomball, right? We play we bowl. It, that's it, true. Bowl yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, studs and duds, gents. You got a stud this week, or <clears> you got multiple. Hit us up, but you got a stud this week that you want to talk about. Okay, let's do a round robin because I was looking at this earlier and I was like, okay, I, I picked out a handful of studs, a handful of duds. I'm going to start with the studs and I'm going to start with my Tampa Bay Bucks. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. all, all around, good couple of weeks. We bashed the Packers last week. Um, had a solid showing this week. Tom Brady, 369 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Uh, everybody was giving him a hard time. He's got no talent. I think the guy is uh, proven that he could be the goat. Um, and we can talk about Brady for a little bit, but I want to finish really quick with my gopher loving fans out there. We got Tyler Johnson <laughs> with his second touchdown of the year. And we got Antoine Winfield jr. With his first interception of his NFL career. Um, and then Gronk getting his second touchdown of the year, and Antonio Brown come to the Bucks. Uh, bring it on, boys! Yeah, and you just lost Chris Godwin, so uh, you don't get all the good with the, you, you get some of the bad with the good. <clears throat> yeah, Vita Vea going down a couple of weeks ago that hurt, but uh, I, they they got another guy um, from the Jets. Um, they they traded for him on Sunday morning, I think a week and a half ago. I forget the guy's name, but. Uh, he ended up playing for the Jets, knowing that if he got injured, his contract with the Bucks would be null and void. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, Yikes. but um, they continued to add guys to the team, and I didn't even know you could add guys still. But uh, but yeah, it seems like they're the real deal. We got a couple of big games coming up against uh, Kansas City Chiefs and uh, the New Orleans Saints, and the Vikings are in town in December, so uh, got some excitement there for the uh, the Bucks for sure. Tell yeah, love, love it. it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah, dude, I don't. They the Bucks don't care what they their profile looks like at this point. They just like championship or bust. Get Arians a trophy. Let Brady get one more. And Pace retire in Florida. Um, yeah, a little disgrace that they brought Antonio Brown. Not gonna lie, but um, he proved to do something with the one game he played last year with uh, Brady in New England, getting that touchdown. So who knows? It could be interesting. I. I'd be surprised if he does too much. They got too many weapons already, but we'll see. For sure, for sure, for sure. Patty, who you got for a study? Yeah, uh, quarterback Graham Mertz, University of Wisconsin, um, went 20 for 21 with five touchdowns. Uh, the Badgers spanked Illinois. Um, so that was really good to see <laughs> Friday night. Um, uh, this is NFL, right? <laughs> highly recruited uh, quarterback. 
uh, Wisconsin history. We haven't had a good quarterback since Russell Wilson nine years ago, and our offense looked completely, completely changed, and that's without Jonathan Taylor. So um, it was really good to see. Um, and on top of that, Michigan trounced Minnesota, so that was amazing to see. Uh, really <laughs> reestablished our dominance in the Big Ten West. But I don't know if you guys saw this. Both Graham Mertz, who's that freshman quarterback, he's he, he's amazing. Um, and then, well, our first starting quarterback injured or broke his foot a couple weeks ago, out for the year because it's a quick season. Graham Mertz came in. He's he's basically our future. He tested positive for COVID. And then our third string quarterback also tested positive co- for COVID. Uh. So in the big time, <laughs> the protocols, if you test positive, you're out for 21 days. So we... Hashtag Wisconsin, I Jesus. suppose, huh? Yeah, fuck. So it was a one-hit wonder. Fuck the politics in Wisconsin in part. And if that, <laughs> if that one. But uh, we literally, we uh, will now have our four-string quarterback against Nebraska, Purdue, and Michigan. <laughs> so, um, oh sucks. But yeah, Graham Burtz, that's my stud for this week. I can love it. Um, all right, I got, I got Tom Selleck's mustache as my stud for the week. Uh, Tori hit another home run on the waiver wire this week. Um, I text him, I think it was Thursday morning. He's like, yo, Mixon's going to be out for this week. Um, I didn't want to pick him up, and Tori's at the bottom of the rink, or at the standings. I was like, what harm can it do? Uh, and Gio Bernard went off for like some low 20 odd points, which is like a perfect flex two play for the week. So hmm. uh, good for you, Tori. That, is a, that was a hell of a pickup. Um, any of you guys got any other uh, studs you want to call out? Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks. Yeah. The Seahawks, um, Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray that entire night um, was insane. You like, I wish we could be in a fantasy league that like rewards uh, a play like DK Metcalf, like six points uh, oh, dude, yeah. of making that type of tackle. Another one I was hypothesizing half baked the other night, <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> like, could we get the defense and special teams like six points for an onside recovery with how rare it was? Um, but those are the type of plays that you see live that are amazing that I wish I had fantasy relevance for. I agree. That was such a cool play. That was, that was such a great game. Um, so. Yeah, I got one more stud for you. Hit me. <clears throat> Kansas mm. City D. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kansas City D, if they don't pull it off, um, Patrick Mahomes is actually one of my duds for the week. Uh, 200 yards and one touchdown. Um <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't have to do a whole lot because they're playing the Broncos, but Kansas City D, uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumble recoveries. Game could have been a lot different if uh, if their D doesn't step up like that. Yeah, I totally agree. That was a big – I mean, it, it was a blowout, don't get me wrong. But, you know, <clears throat> if they don't get those two touchdowns on D and uh, a couple of other things don't go their way, it could have been a, an interesting football game. Absolutely. Yeah, it changes everything. It definitely changes how the fantasy game's played. Um get a couple big defensive plays you can run out the clock on the ground um so i do agree petty you got any other studs uh the only one i have left but i know i don't want to talk my own team and i hate the packers is Devonte adams we'll just move on the dud <laughs> he was my top stud yeah. i was gonna skip him too nobody can disagree with that nope. he was a bro um all right duds gents you got a dud <clears throat> yeah, I got a, a couple of them. Uh-oh. Are you watching the baseball game? Uh-oh. Sorry. Oh, no. I don't have it. I didn't realize it already started. Oh, shit. Did they already get a home run? Our, our Rosa Reina just hit a bomb. Oh, 
<laughs> dude, a Rosarena. Okay, should we talk about studs? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That's what I, the guy. I talk, yeah, I text Patty and Tori like earlier in the week. I was like, that guy's got to go in the Hall of Fame after this oh, yeah. performance. He's dude, put the team he set on his a back. Record for the, he set a record for the most hits by a rookie like five fucking games ago, beating Derek Jeter. And uh, anyway, the guy's a stud. We can talk about it later, but I got to get back because I want to try to get to the bar so I can yeah. touch this, <laughs> this baseball game. <laughs> Um, okay, so the, I got I got three duds that I'm going to list off really quick. Um, team, you're drinking me crazy. Uh, they blow a bunch of donkey dick, and uh, they're struggling right now. And their manager doesn't want to talk talk about it. I asked him if he wanted to be interviewed, and he said no. Is it your dog as the manager? Um, <laughs> what's? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, the second one, I don't really have much to add to this other than Chase Claypool. Um, he's had a couple of unbelievable weeks and only had one catch for negative two yards. Tough week for the kid. So that, yeah, <laughs> completely unexpected. The the last one, and I'll kind of throw out a team under the bus, Pete's running backs. Um, Zeke and Jock Jake, or, uh, Josh Jacobs for combined 12.2 points. Um, Dallas is struggling without Dak. And now they're without Dalton, I think. Yeah, they um, probably. Yeah, Josh Jacobs going against Tampa Bay, number running, number one running defense. Can't expect a whole lot, but I would have guessed more than uh, six point one points or whatever. And Las Vegas uh, offensive line, they're they're beat up. I think they had like three starting offensive linemen on mm. COVID list, so mm-hmm. they're struggling. So tough game. Bucks definitely had the advantage there, I, but I uh, want to piggyback that. I. Saw a tweet earlier today. There's a list of like eight running backs that have had more than I think 15 or 20 carries on the season. Maybe it was 20 um, that have yet to eclipse a 15 yard or longer run. And Jacobs and Zeke are both on that list. Like with Latavius ah. Murray, it's like who you'd expect to be on that list, not those two. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a seriously. If it wasn't for Pete's little miracle night, Pete sent me a text uh, <laughs> as the game started. He's like, "Yeah," I was like. He's. I need forty points and a miracle for this to like for me to come back and beat you in our little side bet. I was like, well, I, I don't know. I didn't think much of it. I was at that. I was comfortable. Halfway through the first quarter, Hopkins gets a big catch. He's like, oh, that's the nail in the coffin. I was just like, just another Nasdaq text that I get and end up losing to one of the Peter Steve and some better a game. So I was a little <laughs> butthurt. Um, Petty. Yeah, I got two of them. Yeah. Same team, same position group. Keelan Cole and DJ Chark. Um, both, I mean, there's what 68 yeah. points in that game, and Cole looks like he was already dropped by someone. Um, maybe not, he only had like three points for mix. And then, if you look at for Noonan, DJ Chark really laid really laid an egg as well, too. Um, it didn't matter in this game considering mix still um, put up some points due to AJ Brown and James Robinson. But looking back on the grand scheme of things, both these guys didn't leave from injury, and it was really tough to find duds of players that didn't leave injured. I, i.e. there's probably two on Phil's team he might talk about real quick, but Keelan Cole and DJ Chark both played in the entire game and both sucked dick, so that's for the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude, um, I've got it, and we've already talked to him about him, but DK Metcalf, despite like that amazing defensive play to save that uh, pick six, he had four points in a absolutely wild game that was kind of a shootout. It's like – and. Petty, or who was it? Pete and I talked about it a little bit that Patrick Peterson was on him all game, and not that. 
it would muster up a little something for how good he's played all season um, for that type of game game script. Yeah, Metcalf was at the top of my list, but I thought he was. I thought Patrick was going to talk about him, so I, I left him out no, there. I, think, I mean, if, I mean, DK Metcalf was was held in check, so Tyler Lockett could fly. So I mean, true to true, true, true. Um, yeah. The only other one I, we I touched on previously was Gurley. Gurley, like it was a stud performance, but falling in and costing your Falcons another <laughs> win was I don't know that kind of lands in purgatory for this. Uh, this type of conversation. So uh, good for him, but bad for the team. I don't know. Yeah. Um, All right. The the yeah. last one I got, I'm going to interrupt you really quick. And I didn't watch the game, so I don't know for sure, but I was just looking kind of stats a little bit. Russell Wilson, he's, he's the MVP candidate right now, like mm-hmm. creme de la creme. Right. And the he threw three interceptions. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of all of them. There is that one in overtime that was really, really bad where he just kind of threw it and it was just right to a linebacker. Yeah. I'm trying that one was that really was bad. One. I can't remember uh, the other two. Either can I. But... Buda Baker had one of them during the game, but I don't remember. Yeah, that was a bad one too. Yeah, that was bad. You're right, Jens. That's a good call. Even though he produced, he had some bad interceptions. Yeah, just looking at the stats and was like, damn, I, I wouldn't have expected it out of him. And when I saw that, the kind of uh, when you lose by such a, a small margin like that and you throw three picks, I mean, that's very much so the difference of the game, like what I was talking about with uh, Patrick Mahomes and yep. uh, the Kansas City. Cool. That was very cool. I got one more, Dud. Um, I just saw that Rays have the worst starting ERA of any AL team in the World Series. I'm not sure if that goes – like literally back to the beginning of baseball or not, but their ERA, like a team ERA, is like almost eight right now for the series, which is. And and they got an unbelievable uh, lineup of starting yeah, pitchers pitching, too. It's you pretty set basically pretty tough to watch season into the series. It's like oh, that's I don't know. Dodgers are good. Dodgers. But they got Rosa Reina. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean when when you look at the uh, the salary caps of these teams. Um, the Rays have a salary cap of sixty-two million, and I think Kershaw makes thirty-nine yeah, you million. You could put like Kershaw and Lucky together, and <laughs> they probably are outpaid that whole bench. Yeah, I think their top three players are making almost a hundred million, and then the whole team for the Rays That's is uh, sixty-two. But small, small category team. I mean, the Rays were looking at um, splitting home games between Tampa and Montreal because they just – the fan base sucks There's down here. But... Go Lightning. There's too many <laughs> Go Lightning. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to a yeah, little uh, next week forecast. Um, either of you feel free to chip in at any time or else I'm just going to kind of rumble through this until you stop me. Uh, Bro versus Phil. Bro sent me a side bet. He's going to offer me 25 points for – whopping bet of one dollar because i refuse to bet him i hate losing to him so if i'm going to lose to him straight up i don't want to lose anything more than a dollar hey uh over under at about uh does anyone play sunday night for you guys as teams i guess it's a shitty sunday night um over under on when tyler bro will text you bro will text you saying hey it was a great match at best of <laughs> um let me see here come on <laughs> three o'clock game so it'll be about Bro didn't, bro didn't text me until Monday at like 5 p.m. Bro was scared, though. Bro was texting me Sunday night and throughout the day Monday. He's like, 
Oh, Cooper Cup might for well. Might score that's 45 what I said about Lockett. Yeah, here we are. So, um, yeah, we love you, bro. Yeah, that's what makes it better is that he at least will acknowledge, like, hey, best of luck, boys. Make <laughs> yeah. a little shit talking in the group chat. Yeah, it's a little tongue in cheek coming from bro, but you can't always tell. Um, yeah, I'm Kamara plays it the three o'clock game, so I'll get a text halfway through that game once Kamara's done what he's done. Um, Patty versus Pete. Patty, can you keep the train rolling? And then I also got a note saying Pete's probably hoping that he can uh, capture Lockett's lightning in a bottle. Um, hopefully he can carry that the rest of the season, except for when I play him uh, in two weeks. So, <laughs> uh, right now, starting two tight ends, I've trashed that formula all year, so it would be a huge fuck you to my face if he starts two tight ends and beats me. So That would be incredible. Actually, that would be incredible. That would be awesome. Um, Jens, you play Mikola this week. Um, Rogers plays Minnesota, so I'm expecting big things out of the Packers this weekend, unfortunately. But on the flip side, <laughs> you got Kenny K is learning how to walk. Um, I don't know, maybe he starts running after this week. Uh, Mix's team's coming. The healthy bug is starting to heal his team. So, Jens, watch out because if you can't stop him, Mix is going to start punching us the rest of the way through the league. And I get to play Mix when he's, like, completely healthy. Yeah, I look I look more forward to the recaps <laughs> than I do the actual games because, uh, fuck. I, dude, I, I haven't even been hit by, like, the COVID bug that bad. And uh, after the draft, I thought I had a pretty solid, solid team. I think I was projected to be, like, third in the league after the draft. And every single week, I just go further and further down the rope. So... Mix, I'm not going to bet you because, <laughs> fuck, my team is, like, all on crutches. But Awesome. Um, and and hopefully Aaron Rodgers dies again this week, wow. right? Against Vikings. Let's go. I don't look for injury. Yeah. But. I'm also cheering that the Vikings find a way to the top three <laughs> draft. So, come on, Rodgers. Maybe you win, like, <laughs> three to zero. Well, Rodgers can still die and they can Actually, beat us. We're true. that bad. Um, OB versus Gorman this week. Both teams are coming off a big W. Um, if Tori can keep his little win streak or start making a win streak, um, big things ahead for him. And Gorman can kind of put Tori in his place if he comes out with a win. Um, I wish that Kyler wasn't on a bye this week. We'd get a little fantasy 2.0 matchup of uh, Kyler versus Russ in our own little league. So, unfortunate, but... Uh, gives Tori a fighting chance. And then uh, probably the biggest matchup of the week is Taco versus Noonan. Noonan's still hanging on to that 60 because of points, but if he can get a win over here against Taco, that could change the landscape of the league uh, for the rest of the regular season. Um, I don't know if there's I don't know if there's any big injuries other than Godwin on either one of those teams um, or any notable bye weeks. I don't know. Le'Veon is going to start playing. I'm curious what happens. Uh, he uh, he had a couple of touches yeah, this week already, seven, too. So, so, verdict's out. I don't know. Can have Chubb uh, Barry Taco to be determined. Um, all right. That's going to kind of wrap it up for us. Uh, Jens or Petty, you got any closing thoughts for the week? Uh, the only thing I have to say is, Tom, I see you don't have a running back, too. Um, I'm going to text you after the show and discuss some trades. Yeah, Tom, I'm going to do the same thing, actually. I'm coming for you, buddy. Jens, if you want to trade with Tom, too, let's <laughs> let's give the kids some options. 
<laughs> I just I was gonna say, like I I love how you guys know everybody else's teams. <laughs> I have no fucking clue who anybody has. I just know who's performing and who's not performing, and uh, my team is not performing. So that's all I got for you. I love it. But that's what that's what Petty in here. Petty and I are here for. We gotta look at something so we have we can fill this so we can fill the clock. Um all right. Well that said, Jinzy you wanna say your goodbyes? Love you all. I'll see you in the uh, the Great White yeah, North. Is, is there still but snow it's on the ground? Cold as shit. But it's gonna get up to like uh, forty five this weekend. It's gonna be Oh dude, next Friday, next Saturday when I'm moving and I'm used to moving in like a hundred fucking degrees. I'm gonna be so excited to move in like forty five degrees. Really it's nice. gonna be amazing. Good luck with moving, gents. Yeah, good luck. Stop moving across the country. I'm just gonna let you know that I know you know that from experience, but it, it sucks. <laughs> it hasn't gotten any better. Oh dude, we, we drive back and forth to Minnesota for uh summer vacation and winter vacation every year, so we know it. But this year Bjorn and Leif are flying down. They're gonna help me move. We got a moving truck, we got three <laughs> seats, we're driving. That's gonna be an amazing twenty four hour stretch. Are you guys stopping at all or just driving straight through? I don't know if we have time to stop. Um, my work schedule, uh, like I actually have a job now that I have to show up for. So life's gotten a lot more complicated since uh, <laughs> I moved down here. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Bjorn already said he'll go. Uh, he'll yes, do some ice skating for us, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. He'll yeah. be in the middle seat mm-hmm. and take care of us. And no, I'm just yeah, it sounds like Game of Thrones, not in 21st sense, century. Uh, yeah, a little Dutch running. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to be back in Minnesota, and and hopefully we can get everybody together and watch a game or two, and um, have some uh, no, lovely bro times. times. So bros, broest of times. All right, gents, gents, best of luck. Gents, good luck. Until next week. It's Until been real, week, boys. Catch you guys on the flip side. Later. Peace. Hell-